0: Hi everyone and welcome to the as i amber podcast i'm amber and i love to talk about music travel society and pop culture on today's episode is fitting with the season me and a special guest solomon hillfleet will be discussing ghosting
1: <laughs> hey how are you doing today amber I'm thank you for good. having
0: me oh no uh, this problem. is uh,
1: this is a um a near and dear to my heart topic so i can't wait to have this
0: Yes. So, you know, it's October and all the scary movies are on television. And the subject that we're talking about, ghosting, is a millennial term. But ghosting is like social distancing in a way. Um, (laughs) It's it's a different name for it, but... Um, ghosting, according to Urban Dictionary and just millennial phrases, ghosting is when someone in a relationship, in a friendship, or a business endeavor just stops communicating with you for no reason. There's no warning. There's no anything. It's just stop. No recording. No one's talking to you anymore. No one is texting you anymore. You're probably blocked on social media if you have it. And is that your definition of ghosting do you think that's a good definition
1: Yeah you know there's a that's a pretty good definition of ghosting and we got a, a lot of different terms uh, for variations of it now I've, I've heard of but uh yeah ghosting is um, is basically I'm, I'm with you one moment and then I'll leave you the next
0: right so,
1: <laughs> I've heard of it I've heard of a, another I think someone else mentioned another uh form that was similar where that person disappears and then they reappear and it was like a another variation of it but
0: the orbiting
1: yeah it was something like some, that.
0: Some, i'm like people are just making up stuff now but
1: they are they are they, they're <laughs> getting really good with the terms
0: <laughs> yeah so i originally thought about ghosting because we are millennials and so i want to define millennial because everybody's saying they're a millennial and i'm like no you're not A millennial is someone that is aged 24 to 39. So if you don't fall into the age bracket of being 24 to 39, you are not a millennial. If you are 24 and under, you are considered Gen Z. Mm. And the reason why I make this differentiation is because different generations communicate differently. You know, whether our parents, they talk to one another on the phone, we have all these different forms of communication, whether it be FaceTime, texting, calling, video chat, Zooming—all these different forms of communication. But what are we really communicating? Or you lack know, of communicating?
1: And I, and I think that's the really big thing. It's the it's the way we're communicating. You know, generationally, we we grew up with talking to people on the phone, writing letters, and now that we have social and all these other forms, we're communicating, but it's just in a much different way um and i wanted to say the other term is haunting ghosting and haunting Ooh,
0: yeah <laughs> so, good. Go more into
1: that what is haunting uh so apparently um uh, and i am gonna have to tell myself i did go to cosmo to get the definition okay <laughs> uh, but cosmo basically said haunting is like uh, when a person that you previously were dealing with not necessarily just lurks your page but they they send you that occasional future text and just said they wanted to check in on you, that's all. <laughs>
0: oh, gotcha. So, the reason why I wanted to bring this topic up is not only visit Halloween season, but ghosting is like a year-round thing, especially when it comes to millennial dating and relationships. I don't want to sound like that old person that says, back in my day. But (laughs) times have changed, and the way people communicate has changed, like you just said. So if you all may or may not know, Saul and I are huge fans of Issa Rae's show, Insecure. Very big. And on a particular episode, the main character, Issa was dating or she was having a situationship where she was talking to a guy named Nathan. Everything was going great. They're hanging out. They're talking every other day. They're going on dates. Just getting to know one another. And then one day he just doesn't talk to her anymore. He doesn't communicate. He just disappears like a vanishing act and Issa is checking his social media pages she's like is he okay is he alive like what's going on and eventually I don't want to spoil the episode or anything for you for those who haven't watched it so spoiler alert. alert spoiler alert or if you don't care this character was going through some personal issues and I don't think they had the mental or emotional capacity to communicate that hey I'm going through this right now. So instead of using their words like an adult, they <laughs> just disappeared. They ghosted her. And she was devastated because she was going through a lot. But the fact is that I'm trying to get at is that ghosting, there's usually not a red flag or like, girl, you didn't know he wasn't that into you. Mm. Not all the time. Some people may not have the social capacity or emotional capacity to realize that someone doesn't like them like that. So we're not talking about that. We're just talking about people that communicate with you on a regular basis and then it just stops.
1: Ooh, when you were given that, uh, you know, um, (laughs) that definition, it just Uh triggers some old memories in me. Ooh, child. Because, you know, I've been there, I think. And I think at some point, everyone's going to be confronted with that when Mm -hmm. you don't really know or want to tell someone that you're no longer interested, or you just say, "Mm, it's just easier not to say anything at all sometimes.
0: Right. And I was actually listening to this podcast called Therapy for Black Girls, which is really an intriguing and interesting show. It's with a licensed clinical psychiatrist, and she just talks about different issues that more particular black millennial women go through and she said she even mentioned this episode of Insecure and it just so happened to be a coincidence that that was on my mind but she said she didn't realize that ghosting was like prevalent until she got a lot of clients coming to her telling her what was going on in their lives and I just found that really interesting especially with our generation and online dating I think we have so many options whether it's swipe left swipe right that People are forgetting that there are people behind these screens and behind these
1: keyboards. And, you know, I think people are more fragile because of that, Mm -hmm. you know. And I I think um, that's the part, what you're saying, that's the part that makes it the most dangerous is we're removing people from it and we're just looking at pictures or Mm -hmm. a conversation. And, you know, for me, when I I actually uh, really ghosted someone, and kind of looked back on it and I saw how they, you know, possibly could have took it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can imagine how that what that does to someone, you know, just what's wrong with me? What did I do wrong? And, and then on the other end, I've been on the receiving end of ghosting, too. So I know how that is, too.
0: Right. And I think what happens is that society or media can kind of romanticize closure, And in reality, you're not going to always get closure about why you weren't selected or why this person didn't call you back or why y'all didn't have that connection or whatnot. And I think that's what the weird part or scary part about ghosting is someone literally goes ghost.
1: (laughs) You know, I think the other side of that, too, Mm -hmm. like I'll try to assume why I think I'll start with why I think Uh, dudes do it and Mm -hmm. I talk about women Mm -hmm. I think with a lot of dudes it's one of those things you know where you don't want to go through the process of being the bad guy again you know the other catch of it that I've learned at the end of dating was just you know it's just better to be direct and blunt you know and just deal with what it's gonna be then you know, sometimes you, you really like a person or the image of that person and you get to know them and like, ooh, no, no, no. <laughs> but you, you gassed it up too far. So you right. just, it's, it's harder to say, you know what, I thought I liked you, but this isn't for me. So sometimes it's easier just to just phase out. Um, but I'll say I think with a lot of women, I think they go, you know, for a lot of reasons out of fear. You know, they don't want to reject the guy and face the wrath of what could happen. And so mm. I kind of understand it in that sense.
0: Wow, that's an interesting perspective. Now, I know I don't speak for all women because everybody has their own life experiences and perspectives, but I will say that from my peer group or the people that I was around in college or whatnot, Mm -hmm. ghosting seems to come up when someone just doesn't know how to confront something. Mm -hmm. It could be a communication issue for some women and some men. Or it could be that they just really don't care and they're selfish.
1: That's true. So, I mean, I, I guess the question I, I want to ask, maybe mm-hmm. not with you, but with mm-hmm. your friends, if, if you can chime in with your own personal experience, you can. But uh-huh. have you ever ghosted someone or knew somebody that ghosted someone? And if so, what was your reason or their reason behind doing it?
0: Okay, so yes, I have ghosted, and yes, I have Ooh, been a ghostee. <laughs> so I ghosted someone on a dating app mm. because I kept on reaching out, or it, we were communicating back and forth, but their answers were just very one word and dry, mm. so it was like, I'm not going to even try anymore. They seem not to, you know, like they don't want to be bothered, so why bother? So I kind of ghosted them, if you consider that ghosting. But I'm a type of person where, you probably know or don't know, I communicate. Maybe I yeah. over-communicate. <laughs> so if something's bothering me or someone upset me or did something i usually try to communicate with them like hey why is it that blah 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 or you know when you did this or when i said this or that hurt my feelings or i try to talk about it but i realize not everyone has the emotional capacity to have a conversation so it's just easier to just stop texting or talking to them
1: you know i will say this um I'll say that like I had a really uh, particular experience with uh, ghosting someone where I really just saw the level of messed up it was. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I think my reason behind it was I realized I I had really you know put out an energy that I liked that person and then just realized ooh mm-hmm. you know after after you know beyond conversations I was like yeah I, this really is not a this is not what I thought it was and I don't know how to walk it back and you know I'm, mm-hmm. I'm usually a person that's pretty good at communicating mm-hmm. but I'm also a person who's good for um I guess trying to spare people's feelings and um I think that was the thing where I, I got in a situation where, like I can't really do this and spare this person feeling I didn't want to be the bad guy so I was just like eh, the passive aggressive way is just to stop talking
0: wow that's deep but it's interesting because like you said everyone's communication style is different and i would recommend for people to learn their friends or their romantic interest love language um if you haven't heard of it, there's a book called the five love languages and it's how people read. how people react or how they receive love or communicate differently and I think that would eliminate so much drama just by having a conversation. But when with ghosting, it eliminates that. And I think we focus so much as a society on romantic relationships, but ghosting happens in friendships and in business sometimes.
1: You know, and I, I think the big thing to say in those situations is, and, I, and I, mm-hmm. I will say this, I think there are relationships where, like you were saying, you're not going to get closure and it's not up to you to seek closure mm-hmm. I've had you know I've had relationships where I couldn't get the closure I really wanted mm-hmm. but I think the thing it showed me is that you don't always you're not always going to get it and some people don't require some explanations don't require you to explain why there's not a connection right you know, I've, I've went out on dates with you know women and we could we both knew that it wasn't gonna work and it mm-hmm. didn't have to say hey I just want you to know this has been a great time. You just kind of knew like yeah we're not gonna talk after this but that's yeah
0: that's okay. yeah and even on the swipe left swipe right whatever dating apps or whatnot I had a guy send me a message that said something like oh you seem like a nice person but I just not that into you and I was like actually happy that he sent something instead of just not responding anymore
1: you know I can always respect that honesty um and I think that's the big thing. Like I said, that's the big thing that comes from hindsight. Like, one of the things I was saying in my book was a lot of pain could have been avoided if and could be avoided by both sides if we're just very honest. If we're as honest, like, you know, I tell people, if you were as honest about, you know, with other people as you were with the waiter when they bring your food, then we would be okay. Because <laughs> people will not hesitate to say, hey, this is not what I want, this is not it. But when it comes to people, we're like, I don't know, Tip-toe we'll see it how it goes. around go. it, yeah. That's it.
0: That's interesting. And then I thought about it from a business perspective. Whether you've gone on a job interview or you asked someone how much something costs when it comes to a business endeavor or, you know, just kind of a behind-the-scenes deal, some people will leave people on red, so to speak, or not respond back, <laughs>
1: To me, honestly, being uh-huh. left on red is more disrespectful than ghosting me. I, but you know, they're they're the same. I I can think of one time um, when I just you know when a girl mm-hmm. ghosted me, and I kind of was just like, mm, would I would I rather you, you know, she left it on red, and I was like, it's just something about the level of disrespect of leaving it on red. Dress it. That just. It brings out a good. It brings out an interesting emotion. I mean, I can't do one thing
0: on <laughs> it. I think it's just the disrespect. Like as a human being, like the acknowledgement. You know, is I don't know if it's just me, but you know, if you send someone a text message and you know they got it, and not that they were busy or anything, they just didn't feel like responding. They have that. That's their prerogative. But I just don't think that that is nice. <laughs>
1: it's not and, but you know that's our generation and, uh-huh. I, and I, I don't know Gen Z because I'm not a part of Gen Z I can't say I know but we just can tend to poke fun on you know someone had a, a funny tweet that it, I think of they said you know Gen Z will do some really bold things but be afraid to have a conversation and I said yeah that's pretty much it they will they will take things to the ends of the earth they'll break property they'll protest and then you'll say all right have a conversation with somebody in public and they'll be like oh no
0: yeah, keyboard thugging. Like, oh, my
1: God. <laughs>
0: everybody oh my God. can oh God. type an essay up and, you know, hashtags and retweets. But when it comes to saying something face-to-face or over the phone, it's, like, foreign.
1: <laughs> and I think that's honestly, that's starting to become an issue with our generation as well, though, too. Mm-hmm. Because as, and I think especially, I want to get your thoughts on it. How how does dating during COVID Look, like there's ghosting increase because of that oh I'm not I'm not in the God. game anymore, so I don't know, but
0: You know I'm what? Honestly, this past almost a year now, um I have not even been trying to seriously like date because of COVID. Um I've been so focused on business and just trying to get my life together. So from what I see on the dating apps that I have been on or go on or just knowing people in person, a lot of people are doing a lot of video chatting. Mm. And that brings up a weird element to, you know, you're in the privacy of your home or wherever you live or wherever to talk to a stranger. It's, it's a weird computer love. <laughs> <laughs> it's strange to me. And I didn't feel comfortable doing so with someone I had never met in person with shows like Catfish, with so many people getting scammed on the internet and thinking they're talking to someone who is really not who they say they are. I mean, people get catfished in real life, but it's like more prevalent, you know, with digital dating or whatnot. So I can't really answer that. I just have avoided it because I'm like, how are you going to go on a date? Are you going to wear a mask? are you going to socially distance how do you know who they've been around like
1: (laughs) and see I think that's the biggest thing Uh um and I I I just wonder you know how do how do you make a connection how do you safely make a connection and know that this person is worth risking COVID for (laughs) just just to, to be black and white like all right this date like you know from my for my women that are foodies and, or go on dates just to get their meal. Is this meal wow. possibly worth the infection? You know, to, <laughs> to, to, to brothers that, you know, live off of women and live in their homes is, you know, is this worth possibly catching COVID over to have a place to stay?
0: Oh my God! <laughs> not, not that. Oh mm-hmm. the gosh. it's yes. it's quite interesting. I've seen creative ways. I think there was this it was on like BuzzFeed or something. This guy, he created a bubble like a literal bubble boy oh, and he wow. had a drone and he asked one of his apartment neighbors or she lived in the next building and he could see her from the roof like sounds very stalkerish but he would always see her every time he like went somewhere or something from a distance so he got his drone and he sent her like a message what? he got really creative and like they're dating now so he found a way to date during covid so it's no excuse. Wow. <laughs> he made a way because he really liked this girl and she responded back to him and they would go on walks socially distanced while he was in his little clear bubble thingy. Wow. <laughs> like, it's really funny, but they've made it work. So I guess if someone is really, really into you or if they have effort, you know, it could work for some people.
1: Mm, I imagine how. Easy will be the ghost in this time, though. It's just, right? Like,
0: like, I don't have to talk to you. I don't know you. Uh, <laughs> what is this?
1: Wow. Because I mean, you know, at least if you, but and because it's easy too. It's like no attachment. Mm-hmm. You could uh, just have not responded in enough time and just, but you know what? Let me just not respond.
0: Anymore. On to the next.
1: I'll, I'll say like a funny experience <laughs> I had. I um, I went on a date with the girl I wrote about in the book. Went on a date with a girl, and prior to us meeting up, she had all this energy for meeting me. I was like, I don't know you, so I'm not sure. <laughs> and then when I met her, I was like, oh, okay, she's kind of cute. You know, she's kind of cool, da-da-da. And I got a little too, you know, got a little too happy. And I was like, yeah, I think I really, um, I'm enjoying this date. I think I really like you. And I could, I saw that little glint in her eye like, oh, no. And I was like, in my head, I was like, oh, I should have said that, but we'll see. So <laughs> the next day comes, uh-huh. and I, I I text her uh, the next day because I, I knew better than text her that evening. Uh-huh. Um, I text her the next day, and I was just like, "Yeah, you know, enjoy myself." And I saw the three dot 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 stop. I was oh. like, "Oh, exactly." We both at the <laughs> same time, <laughs> and the I was like, like, "Oh, she, she's gonna ghost me." Oh, man, and I was just like, uh, "Somebody's gonna have to get this energy. Somebody's mm. gonna have to pay for this, not me."
0: Wow. I do think that, you know, like you said, you saw the bubbles come up on your phone. So for people who don't have iPhone, which I don't know who doesn't Uh-oh. in this day and age, no shade, but shade. Don't pick that fight. That's right. Don't pick that fight. <laughs> but on, if you have an iPhone, you can turn on a certain notification that lets you know your text message was sent and that person opened it. Now, to avoid drama in your life, you could turn that setting off, but... It's quite interesting, like you said, when you know someone got your message and they just don't feel like talking to you. Yep. (laughs) So (laughs) we, and I have to, you know, this ghosting subject makes you realize, okay, I know the world does not revolve around me. People have lives. People are going through a pandemic right now. People have jobs. People have illnesses. People have so much going on. So I don't expect constant communication like that throughout the day, especially if you're a working adult. Like, you don't have time for that. However, the common courtesy could be something instead of nothing.
1: And I I think that's the big thing. Just communicate with people. Let them know how you feel. If you decide to stop talking to them as hard as it is, don't follow them. Don't follow them. If you say that this is not for you, don't follow them. Don't make things more confusing. Mm -hmm. Um... And I, I think that's just a big thing. And I think if this year hasn't shown us anything, it's just mean what you say, say what you mean.
0: That is so true. That is super true. Especially, you know, like you said mean what you say, say what you mean, and all that. I have literally seen people go on social media. And post things like hashtag mental health or you know, hashtag this, but when it comes to real life situations, they're not what they post to be, which is another episode of my podcast mm-hmm. that I had. Mm-hmm. So it's kinda mm-hmm. like, are you practicing what you post? Like we can post quotes and memes and you know, appear a certain way online, but let's let's how are you off the internet? Like how are you off the app?
1: you know and i think that's the big thing too we're in a time where you know people say mental health and, and so i'll say this
0: mm-hmm.
1: on one hand if you feel like ghosting this person is essential for your mental health i'm not saying it's right yeah but if maybe that's how it comes off to you if that works for you that's okay but i think another big part of it is we can't say you know be respectful of people's mental health and their boundaries and and not put people through undue stress. You know, mm-hmm. when you do stuff like ghosting people, people go through a lot of real issues, especially when you're taking it to a real point of no return. You you made this person believe that you feel the exact same way. That's just unfair. Yeah.
0: yeah, and it's funny that you mentioned that because I immediately thought of a former friend of mine, um, you know, if for those who don't know, Solomon and I went to the same college, but we happened to have not ran into each other or knew each other at the times (laughs) that we were there. So it was really strange. So this year I was looking forward to homecoming. Just like, you know, just hang out and see people that I hadn't seen, but you know, COVID happened. So those plans went out the window. So long story short, I met this particular former friend like at work or something and we we were cool, we hung out all the time, and I invited her to my school's homecoming, she went, we had a good time or whatever. And one day, out of the blue, I realized that she had blocked me on social media.
1: Oh no. Right. What did you do? What and I'm
0: like, we hadn't had a disagreement we hadn't had an argument like this is a friend okay so i was like text her and i called her no response um. no response and i just had to give it to god i guess because i was like i don't know what i did what did i say something to her like i i really analyzed myself and <sighs> everything and i even talked to a counselor about this this is how real this is and wow. I was, the professional person told me, oh, sweetheart, don't worry about that. It is not, you know, it's good to have self-reflection, but sometimes it really isn't you. It's that other person. And I'm really
1: glad you said that.
0: Whatever they're going through in that moment, in that time, and whether they were going through something personal, whether they were jealous, whether, that happens a lot sometimes when people hang out with you in other elements and they see how how you're loved or how you're liked, and they look at their life and start making comparisons. That can sometimes make people shut down.
1: I'm so glad you mentioned that, dude, because that's that's really been a lesson I've been working on mastering this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say it a lot to myself, but I don't always follow it. But I always mm-hmm. have to say, look, how people feel feel about you or how you are is a reflection of where they are. You know, mm-hmm. do not allow other people's feelings. Or personal feelings to cloud how you are Like sometimes you know I have strong opinions I say Mm -hmm. things and I have strong ways Of looking at life and I'm like man You know is this person upset Or is this person mad and what I've often found Is people genuinely in a lot of Cases are not worried about what you're doing Mm -hmm. And if they are That's also a reflection of where they are If, if If they're a person who's really done A lot of self work they'll say They'll say Solomon is going through some personal Things in his life and he's choosing to vent those This has nothing to do with me
0: Wow, that is. You know? And you know what? The funny thing is, I've had like former friends in my life uh, come back like a ghost, pop-up ghost, oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of say, and apologize for how they treated me, or ask for forgiveness. And it's no, it's no harsh feelings anymore. But I handle certain people from a long handle spoon, sort of speak. Or yeah.
1: I don't have to talk to you or deal with you. But
0: okay, I forgive you. Keep it moving.
1: No, I understand. I mean, I think that's the only way to be, you know. uh, You can forgive people for what they did, but that, you know, you shouldn't put yourself in a position to be hurt. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And I also, I think I realize how people handle things is a reflection of them. There are some people they communicate when they're feeling frustrated, there are some people they run when they're frustrated, you know, and there are some people that they just go very, you know, very inside. So, you know. As you get older, I think if we could just give people grace, Mm -hmm. we can give people grace. That doesn't mean we allow ourselves to be made a fool of, but just give people grace.
0: Yeah, I think grace and maturity and age and evolution. You're not the same person you were five years ago. And you change every other, you know, decade, every five years or whatnot, depending on what season of life you're in. So I try to take those things into consideration, too.
1: And I think, that's, I think that's the big thing, just to keep it in consideration. But at the same time, you know, certain things you don't tolerate. If a person ghosted you, there's no reason why you should answer that. and Or I'm, I'm, I'm not going to yeah. say you shouldn't answer that, but you shouldn't allow that person to continually to, mm-hmm.
0: mistreat you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And think of it, if someone ghosted you, this is just for all the listeners and anybody who's listening right now, I feel like if, I'm not a professional, so... You can take my opinion whatever you want with it. But to me, look at it as you dodged a bullet. If someone just stopped talking to you and stopped communicating with you, sometimes that might be a blessing in disguise. Like, you know?
1: (laughs) A lot of times it is. We just don't we don't realize it it in the moment. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So, you know, I, I guess the big thing I would say is just, you know, don't ghost people. Uh, unless it, and if it's a situation like your health or your danger, you're in danger, and it's safer just to stay away. Yeah, of course. But for the most part, communicate with people and don't haunt people's pages. Once you are oh. done dealing with somebody, to the people that to the people that just look at your post, screenshot it, don't like anything, and do a lot of work to hide themselves, I don't know how y'all live with yourselves doing that.
0: Right. that's like. just seems <laughs> exhausting. Like. Are you a stalker or a fan? Like, what's Both. going on? <laughs> Both. <laughs> like, how can you look at someone's social media all day, every day, and what what's the point of you even... Yeah, that's a
1: whole nother topic. It is. It is. Um, but <laughs> dating, dating just shows you a lot about yourself. That's all I'll say. Dating shows you a lot about yourself, and once you identify things that are negative habits of yours, like, once mm-hmm. I realized I was having an issue being direct with people, I had to work on it. it's the same
0: wow um speaking of another topic you have jaded gems so for those of us who may not be familiar with it um solomon hillfleet is an author as well as a little bit of an actor so to speak can you speak (laughs) more on that
1: oh man um no but so i i wrote the book jaded gems uh About a year ago. Yeah. October 19th. And what I was doing this year, we were on break and I was like, "Eh, it would be nice if people saw some visuals. And so I reached out to um, another Fort Valley alum and they helped shoot it. And I said, well, I know I know what I wrote about. Maybe I should just jump in there and do it. (laughs) And um, I got the opportunity to do that. So it was a good opportunity. I got to uh, simulate uh, a fictional therapy session that I had. Mm-hmm. But I did have to have therapy afterwards. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, nothing's wrong with
1: that. Yes, therapy is therapy is great. Um, and I'm going through therapy now, so it's mm-hmm. all good.
0: I think that, okay, so Jaded Gems is like a book as well as a possible series, is it? Or was that just a one-time thing?
1: So when I originally had it envisioned, it mm-hmm. was, you know... Uh, jaded Gems was gonna be one book, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, but I'm currently working on like another uh, installation of it. and mm-hmm. You know, the, the thought of it is Jaded Gems is look in life, you know, you learn some valuable lessons, but sometimes it comes as a result of like bad or traumatic things happening. So you you sometimes feel jaded, but it was good for you. So that's why mm-hmm. I needed Jaded Gems. Um, but yeah, this uh, there'll be another installation, but I just like the term, and so I said, you know what, let's let's try to build a brand about it. So I did, you know, Jada Gems, the book, I did an audio book. Um, I did a short film and, and now I'm trying to, you know, give people some pieces of merchandise that they can, you know, give a beanie or a hoodie or a sweater, <laughs> something they can wear. So
0: where can people purchase or, you know, donate for Jaded Gems, the series or whatnot?
1: I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So, um, for, with my Jada uh, Jim merchandise, you know, if you go to my Instagram on Solomon Hillfleet in my bio, I have a Shopify uh, rights world, uh, rights WRGHTS uh, dash world, W O R L D at my Shopify.com. So mm-hmm. you can find it in my social media, Solomon Hillfleet on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and that's and that's where you'll be able to find it. Uh, as far as the the film, Mm-hmm. the film is out you can uh you can watch it on my instagram as well you can watch it on vimeo uh and so it's it's out there um and i just and you know you can all fall i'm sorry <laughs> you can find the book as well on amazon jaded gems by Solomon hill
0: awesome so this has been a great episode you know just getting a different perspective on
1: ghosting
0: so yeah it
1: has it has and i appreciate you inviting me on i always love our talks just know i, I want to say this last thing mm-hmm. insecure was robbed and we're going to have to talk about that later
0: oh yeah from the uh award season yeah yes. that yeah yeah that is interesting, but you know what I've come to realize? Just like ghosting, everyone's maturity and emotional capacity can't handle the
1: show. <laughs> mm, that was the sermon for the day. That was the sermon uh, for the day.
0: Yeah, I think Issa. You know, we're we're Issa fans, so we're biased. Yes, but we are. Issa Ray has done so much, starting from YouTube to being on HBO to Saturday Night Live. She's done so much. So yeah. This has been a great episode. Hey, you all. Don't forget to continue to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at As I Amber. And leave some comments below. Have you been ghosted? Let me know.
1: Also, make sure you guys, uh, make sure you guys, when you're following uh, Amber's podcast, make sure you leave reviews and share with your friends. As a creator, that helps. (laughs) Thank you so much.
0: Shout out to you. Thank you.
1: All right, y'all.
0: Have a good day. And don't forget. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Bye. Bye. Bye.